0: Joining me on this special day is Marnie Watson. Welcome to Karma Radio, Marnie. Thank you very
1: much, Jenny. My grandmother, Olive Haynes, born in Adelaide back in 1888, so a long time ago, and when she was a young woman of uh, 2021, she decided that she wanted to be a nurse. She had been influenced by her aunt who was interested in Florence Nightingale and her work uh, for nursing and so it was quite a radical thing to do at the time when women, many women didn't have a profession um, and she trained at the Adelaide Hospital and when she finished her training, soon after she finished her training, four-year training, uh, World War I broke out and so she immediately, within the month um, of the outbreak of war, she volunteered as a nurse to go and over to the theatre of war to assist and look after what she called our boys. Um, the soldiers, when they were wounded. And so she thought she was being sent to France, but in fact she was sent to Egypt where she served, tending the wounded. And then um, when Gallipoli started to happen and a lot of soldiers were evacuated to Egypt from Gallipoli, they asked for, uh, for some volunteers to go to the island of Lemnos just off Gallipoli, um, for a clearing station to look after the wounded from Gallipoli and she immediately volunteered and went.
0: In those days, uh, Marnie, did a lot of nurses uh, enrol for enlisting in, the, in World War One or two?
1: No, not at all. There weren't so many at all. And the top brass, as we might call them, or the leadership in the army didn't really want the nurses there. They said that they could handle all of the wounded and they didn't need women and they didn't need the nurses at all. So they were not made very welcome and there weren't good facilities for them when they arrived. In fact, when she got to Lemnos, there were not, not even a tent to sleep in. They just had to sleep under the stars. There was nothing for them, no medical supplies, nothing. So they had to improvise everything. But they became really necessary and um, a great source of support for those wounded soldiers. My grandmother was a great musician. She loved music. And later in the war, when she was in, on the Western Front, she was always playing her gramophone and the music that she had with her for the soldiers to cheer them up to make them feel better.
0: Marnie, how old was your grandmother when she went to war? She was
1: 26 when she went.
0: Yes. Um,
1: in those days, you had to be 21 to start training as a nurse, and then training was four years. So she um, hadn't been a qualified nurse for long, uh, when the war broke out. So she was 26 when she went and 30 when she came home.
0: Must have been really in those olden days, you know, there, there must be a lot of changes now.
1: Oh, yes. Thankfully, uh, all members of the forces are well respected now and um, the nurses as well. Uh, but in those days, that was just certainly not the case. There was never any facilities or recognition for them Once she was on the Western Front, uh, initially in France for a short while, and then in Belgium, there was almost no leave granted to the Australian nurses at all. The British nurses got to go back to um, England fairly regularly every six months or even less. The Australian nurses just didn't have leave granted to them at all. They just had to keep working. Sometimes, you know, 24-hour shifts because of so many people being wounded.
0: Yes, and it would have it. uh, Australia would have been a long way from home too, you know, eh? To travel. Oh, absolutely. And in those days, you know, I suppose travel travel wasn't all that easy either to go. Not at
1: all. No, not at all. I mean, you know, it's away the other side of the globe, and the only way to travel, of course, was by boat or ship, rather, um, and uh, that took a very long time. And so, of course, letters coming from Australia were also very long and they, they wouldn't get any mail for a long time, for weeks on end, yeah. and then they'd suddenly get a number of letters from their relatives back home, would come all at once, and then, of course, there'd be nothing for ages till the next set of mail came through.
0: Was your grandmother happy to tell her story and about her journey, you know, because it must have been a really good story? Yeah,
1: absolutely. So It was a good story, but no, she wasn't. She didn't talk about it at all. When I was about 14 or 15, she came to me in my room and handed me a silver fork that had an H on it. Her family name was Haynes. And she said, keep this and look after it. And it was the fork that she had taken with her to eat all her meals. They had to take their own cutlery, their own crockery. They had to take everything. Mm -hmm. And uh, she also gave me a little tin um, which had Lemnos Christmas 1915 on it. And it was the tin... That The Red Cross had given them a um, one of those dried army biscuits as a Christmas gift in December uh, 1915, and I've kept those, of course. But other than that, she never really spoke about it. But she did write many, many letters back to her family here in Adelaide. And the family kept those letters, and they were all kept in a satchel, which was Uh, hidden in the linen closet at her house. We all knew it was there, but we weren't allowed to touch it. Mm -hmm. And after she died, my grandfather gave it to my mother, and my mother uh, went through all the letters and put them all in order. And so in actual fact, we do have a complete history of her story, of her service, complete, Mm. but only because, in, in her own words, through the letters that she wrote to her parents. So we do have the story, but didn't have the story when she was alive.
0: Yes, and sometimes uh, we often forget that uh, the role of nurses during the Great War, how significant is it these days, you know, because it's changed a lot.
1: It has changed a lot, but um, the medical caring profession is still really important to all of us. They were incredibly important during the war for those poor soldiers who were so badly wounded. My grandmother um, made it a personal commitment. She loved writing letters that she would write a letter to every single family of a soldier who died in her care. So she wrote to every single mother to tell them about uh, the son and his last days of life.
0: Yeah, amazing. Um, So
1: she absolutely, and as I said, she provided music for all of them, and uh, you know, and a lot of caring. And the Australian nurses were particularly well respected. Uh, A lot of the British soldiers would do everything they could to make sure that they were sent to Australian uh, clearing stations rather than the British ones because they liked the Australian nurses so very much. So they were very important. But, you know, I think um, probably in in the last couple of years with COVID, we've all learned to understand and respect what a huge part in our lives and medical professions
0: play. We don't realise that till we get sick and how important health is you know. Exactly till health, right. Till our health gets a bit uh, wonky there. <laughs> yes. I think we've all been a little
1: bit complacent but yes. COVID has woken us all up to all
0: of that. Hasn't oh, it? oh yes you know it, it certainly has changed a lot you know and mm. you know in the medical world, you know, it, it's a different uh, matter altogether, I think, you know. you got to know mm. you know what you're doing and how you do it and all that. There's so many things to learn. And, oh, absolutely. And, yes. uh, you know, they're very courageous, you know, the frontline workers and what they do and saving people's life, you know, that's really they
1: certainly are. They know, certainly beyond are. words
0: to say. Yeah,
1: It certainly is. And I know with my grandmother, you know, she kept up those nursing skills Right throughout her life, she had seven children herself, but all the local children where she lived, because they moved to Melbourne, she married my grandfather, they met during the war, and she moved to be uh, near his family, in Melbourne, and all the children in the local area, there, they, and the families always went to her for medical advice before they went to the doctors. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. Marnie, would you like to say anything to our listeners out there for Anzac Day?
1: Well, yes, I would. I think it's really important that we remember the stories of these people who have uh, served, really uh, giving their lives and, and putting so much on the line um, for their community and for their families back at home. And it's really interesting that a whole lot of these stories, thousands of them actually, have been put together on a website which is free and easy for people to access. And you can find out about anybody you want to find out about, a relative or a name you know of from the local area. And it's all free on the website at australianwarstories.memories.com.au. And that's um, perhaps a really important gift to all of us in Australia to be able to find out about those who served
0: yes and that that's uh, like family history and going back and and looking back at the family tree I suppose Murray yeah. yes
1: absolutely yeah, yeah.
0: okay yeah. I'd like to say thank you for your time and uh, you have a great day Murray um thank yeah, you uh, thank yeah. you
1: Jenny and yeah. thank you very much you're very well too, then. bye bye